Are you tired of waking up with a dry mouth, feeling sluggish? I was too, until I discovered the power of mouth taping. I read a book called Breathe and it opened my eyes to how I could get a better sleep. So I started taping my mouth and the results were astounding. Not only did I wake up feeling refreshed, but the data on my whoop suggested I was getting more REM and more deep sleep, which led to me feeling better every morning. But I wanted a better solution, not just sticky tape, something that was effective and comfortable. That is why I co-founded Recoverite with a few friends. We are dedicated to helping Australians get fast and easy access to mouth tape and nose tape so you can breathe better, sleep better and recover right. Use the discount code TMTCP for 10% off at the checkout. Sleep better with recover right. Welcome back gents. My name is Lockie Stewart and I am your host and the founder of the Man That Can Project. Remember, if you're tuning in for the first time or if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button, share it on your socials and please Join the free Facebook group so you can get involved with the conversations that we have and the free tools and resources to help you take ownership of your life, learn to love yourself, and recognize the value that you have to give to the world. Now, I quickly want to highlight the Breakthrough Online Experience. It's an incredible six-week program that you can work through in your own at your own pace. Sorry, There's 36 video lessons to go through and worksheets to help you take your life to that next level through learning different skills around becoming a uh, man of value, learning to communicate better and many other things. So if you want to f- check out more about that, head over to the website, themanthatcanproject.com. You're listening to The Man That Can Project with Lockie Stewart, a global movement created to empower men and open up what's really going through their minds by having real and raw conversations about life's unique challenges and our individual ways of processing it all. Welcome to The Man That Can Project. So I want to share with you, I guess, an experience in my life, something that's helped me grow into the man that I am today and something that's had a huge positive impact on who I am as an individual and the quality of life that I have and the, the depth of relationship that I now have. And I just want to say before I, I guess, dive into all this, I'm not saying I uh, my life's perfect or I have it all figured out and my relationships are fucking sorted. I don't, right? I, I just know that I've come such a long way from where I was from years ago. You know, I mentioned this uh, experiences and, and these sort of moments highlighted to me that I needed to do some work on myself, but I could never see it, right? I I had two relationships, two relationships where I was in love, I was infatuated and when they fell apart, I considered you know, ending my life at that point because I didn't have any self-esteem, I didn't have an identity, I you know, felt like I didn't have purpose and you know, moving through those moments, the first time it happened to me, so my first relationship, my first long-term relationship uh, ended back in 2011 been together for, for uh, six, seven years or something like that. And throughout that time, you know, I had an idea of, I guess, what I thought it was to be a great partner and to be to be a great man. And the, <laughs> the definition of that back then is completely different to what it is now. Hugely, hugely different. 
and I'll highlight sort of why and how in a moment. But through throughout that relationship, you know, I was so focused on um, being there all the time. I was almost smothering, right? I, I thought in order to be the perfect partner, I needed to be around them all the time. I became so fucking dependent that life outside of that relationship didn't exist. I, I shut off from my mates. Everything had to revolve around the partner, all the text messages day in, day out, and it almost smothered their uh, lifestyle. And what happens, obviously, for those who've been in a, a relationship, you know, you have that honeymoon phase at the start. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, that was that that sort of felt like I got everything I wanted, right? And it gave me the intimacy to feel significant. Uh, it gave me the the continual attention once again to feel recognized, to feel <coughs> sorry, to feel heard, to feel valued, and I loved that. And as we're all probably well aware of, you know, relationships go through phases, right? And as we sort of grow out of that. Um, honeymoon phase, we have the opportunity to go into phase two, right, which is where we start showing our authentic self. We go from being codependent and really dependent upon each other, which, you know, I was to a point where it's like, okay, well, let's let's get some balance back in our life. Let's continue the relationship, but let's, you know, make sure we make time for our friends and other, I guess, passions and exciting things in our life. And I see, you know, from my own experience, but I also talk to a lot of men, we struggle with that, right? The the relationships where, you know, your partner may want to go hang out with friends or, um, you know, parties. I'll, I'll go back to the example I was using when I wasn't invited to parties or my partner would go to uh, events and things like that. I would always be jealous. Like I was a hugely jealous person. And for those who are listening on uh, Facebook Live, if you can relate to the jealousy, give us a, a thumbs up. So no, I'm not alone here. Um but I, I, you know, got to the point where I was continually checking uh, text messages. I became became obsessive, almost. And even for me to say that, I, I really struggled to say that. Um, but it's it's looking back and reflecting on where I was. I, I was at that point. I needed to know who was there, why I wasn't invited, what they were talking about, what time they were home, all these sorts of things. And even just saying it now, it sounds absolutely crazy but I know I was so and I guess this highlights the problem for the first time and I didn't you know I guess I wasn't aware of the lesson at that point but I definitely didn't choose to learn it at that point but there was some work to do on myself right I'd become so dependent on that relationship that my self-worth was held in that relationship my self-esteem you know or I guess essentially my purpose was in that relationship and my identity was in that relationship outside of that I felt like nothing now, had I had the right tools or support around me or maybe the emotional intelligence, I probably could have seen what maybe a couple of you guys are thinking right now. There's a whole world out there. But you know, as I was going through that, it broke me, right? And obviously, I started acting out in ways that a jealous man maybe would. I um, would, you know, for those who already know, like uh, I turned to forms of addiction, like drinking uh, copious amounts of alcohol, taking drugs, and they were the moments in time where I could have my breakdown. Right, I could felt like I could cry. I felt like I, you know, I would generally say what I was actually feeling because I struggled to communicate, and I, I really, you know, had things that were on my mind. I had feelings, right, and I wanted to be able to express them, but I really struggled to. 
and the time when I was drinking or when I was on drugs, that's when I would let it out and obviously probably not the best time to do it because when the emotions aren't in full check or aren't in full control, it led me to saying things that I regretted or acting in a way that I later regretted, which once again led to that first relationship breakdown. Now, that should have been the first wake-up call. That should have been the first point where I realized that, hey, I need to look at myself now because the relationship broke down because of the way I was acting. And if I was unhappy without her, that's my shit. I needed to wear that. I needed to take ownership for that. But I still, I guess, was at the effect of that. I was saying, no, it's because of her. She shouldn't have left me, no, this, that, and the other. And I never wanted to take responsibility. I never looked into the mirror. So naturally what I did next was to try and fill that void. And I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but once one relationship ended and I knew it wasn't coming back, you know, I I, I, beg, I pretty much begged to do what I did, whatever I could. I lied, manipulated to try and get it back. You know, I said I was going to change, but I wasn't ever committed to actually changing. And once I sort of, I actually did get that relationship back for for a little while, but once again, those those the jealousy and the cheating and all that sort of stuff came back. I ended up in a in a pretty bad place, and you know I was taking drugs to the point. Uh, I mean, I've shared this before, where I didn't care whether I didn't wake up. And to think back, that's a pretty sad position that I was in. The fact that I I didn't feel I could talk about it. I couldn't reach out to anyone. I didn't know what the next steps were and I thought that my life was over. Like the best thing that had ever happened to me was gone. This is what I thought. And for whatever reason, I remember getting home one night and I don't know why. I can't even remember exactly why, but the, I had two choices and I'd made the decision that I was going to fuck off overseas and give footy a crack again. You know, I, I knew that I craved recognition. I wanted the, the sense of significance and I wanted to feel like I belonged somewhere. And once that relationship sort of broke down, I was like, all right, let's go back to sport. And I went home that night and I fucking sent my rugby sieve out to as many clubs as I could possibly think of. And, you know, obviously the next steps, I got a contract overseas and I moved overseas. But the same things happened, right? I still felt lonely. I still felt jealous. I still didn't understand who I was. My self-esteem wasn't there. I didn't really have purpose. I didn't enjoy playing footy. I just wanted to get away and I thought getting away would either get her back or it would help me move on. And if you guys who are following on, you're probably noticing the pattern of avoidance this whole time. I was avoiding looking at myself for what I needed. I was avoiding addressing what was really going on. And this whole time, I really, it was, it was like the world, you know, I always talk about life happens for us, not to us. And this, to me, looking back was the world saying, fucking Lockie, wake up to yourself. It's time to look at yourself. You don't need to be dependent. You have enough inside you to, to grow through this. But unfortunately, I didn't see it that time. And when I came back from France, first thing I did was got into another relationship because I wanted to, you know, I was looking to have that whole filled, I guess that void filled. And once again, that, that honeymoon phase came, the, the intimacy, the, the attention, the love that I thought that I was craving uh, happened. And what happened when we went back into phase two? The same shit, jealousy, checking phones, um, cheating, all that sort of stuff. And that led to that rock bottom point that I've spoken about so many times where the relationship was ended and I was, you know, I was fucked. 
I didn't think I was going to recover from that one. And the drug use increased, the the sleeping around increased, the um, alcohol consumption uh, increased. And I started accepting that I was just a piece of shit. That's legitimately what I started to believe about myself. And it got to the point where, once again, I went through that that moment of time where I was like, you know, I I contemplated suicide. I didn't think I could get out of the hole or the rut that I was in or the pain that I was experiencing. I didn't know that I could communicate. I didn't know that there were lifelines. I didn't know uh, the, the tools and strategies that could help me through it. And I didn't know that all of this was happening to highlight to me to go, Lockie, you need to learn to love yourself before you can learn to love other people, right? You're creating unhealthy relationships. You're not ending up in them. You're creating them because you need to learn these lessons. And I learned you know, over the last couple of years where I was the problem. And, you know, we talk about cause and effect and I spoke about that before where I was at the effect and being at cause is me accepting responsibility for everything that happens in the relationship, right? I'm not 100%, uh, I'm only 50% responsible for what happens in a relationship, but I can be 100% of the solution should I choose, right? And that's ultimately what I've, you know, dedicated the last seven seven years to is is learning to love myself learning to build my identity create who I want to be and who I feel I am and get purpose for myself and that's been a process but what I've witnessed and I, I know to be true is that because I continue to put the work in around myself because I'm committed to showing up as my best self and I am at a point where I'm in an incredible relationship but I'm also know that it doesn't define me, that relationship. That's an extension of who I am, right? It allows me to amplify the man that I am through being able to pass on the love and everything else to another person. But at the end of the day, I still have a high level of self-esteem. I still have a high level of uh, you know, love for myself and I'm still very certain on who I am as an individual. And it's because I've taken the time to... Uh, accept that, understand that and embody that, that my life has changed and my relationships have changed. And so for those of you who are out there who can relate to that, who have become dependent upon relationships and you may find yourself in situations or you may have found yourself in situations in the past where when a relationship breaks down, your identity disappears, right? Um, you, you, know, you might obsess over it. You might think that there's nothing left for you it's time to look in. It honestly is. If I can pass on any experience around that that I've, I've gone through and that has completely changed my life and what's been possible for me moving forward, it's accepting that I'm 100% of the solution, right? For me to be 100% of the solution, I need to get clear on who I am as an individual, as a man. I need to set the standards for the quality of my life and how I want to show up in my relationships. I need to have self-esteem where I feel valid in myself so that when I'm in relationships, I can accept the love and I don't need to feel jealous, right? I need to get to feeling on purpose, right? And the solution comes from, for those who are in the inner circle, you'll have taught, um, seen the, the video or the webinar where I talk about the three stages of a relationship, right? The honeymoon, the, the phase two, which is where most relationships break down or, or get stuck at, and then the uh, abundant love, which is stage three, which is where the work comes in, uh, in us as individuals to grow through to that, right? But it's where we get the abundance of love, Right, the trust, the incredible communication, 
and we have a common goal and we, you know, essentially we have similar expectations around what we want for the relationship and what we want for life. And had I known this earlier, I probably wouldn't have gone through the the heartache, the heartbreak and the, the suicidal thoughts that I went through when the relationship breakdowns had uh, happened. So it's, it's why I'm a massive believer in us as individuals needing to become independent but also being able to work well in relationships, right? There's a whole skill set that goes with that and you can check that out in the Breakthrough Online or you can just do your own, continue reading and um, put the work in for yourself. But you have to, guys, the simplest way I can look at it, this is like everything in your life, you have to put continued work in. Your health and fitness, if you're looking to build strength and eventually you hit those strength goals, if you stop training that, you're going to lose the gains. The same way with the relationships. There's always something to work on, right? Whether it's on yourself personally or the relationship as a collective. And it might be communication. It might be intimacy. It might be creating a life outside of it where you spend more time with friends and stuff to get your other values and needs met, right? There's so many things. It might be the expression of love. There's so much that has to happen and it doesn't stop. Just because you're in a, uh, a smooth sailing part doesn't mean it's going to stay that way. The work continues. We do the work when it's going well so that when it goes tough, we can grow through it. We can learn what needs to be learned to grow through that. But that's a huge thing and I know, you know, obviously when we, we look at uh, men dying by suicide, relationship breakdown is a huge part of that and I, I truly put that down to the fact that we lose our identity, we have no self-esteem and we lose purpose once that happens and we don't feel that love and connection that we're craving and it's normal to crave that, right? It's a, it's a normal human emotion and if you experience that or you can relate to that, that's completely okay, that's fucking real. But it's what we do next that matters, right? We have to put ourselves first. We have to be selfish. We have to look within to grow through this so that if we get into a loving relationship or when we get into a loving relationship next, we've gone to that next level. We can give more of ourselves and what's within, which we know which is within. So gents, if you've resonated with this or if it's maybe even triggered uh, something that you're going through right now. Remember, obviously, I talked about um, suicide and stuff like that. So reach out to Lifeline on uh, 13, 11, 14, or even you know, if you just need a phone call, just you know, I'm always here here for a phone call, and I can um, you know share more about my experiences. But thank you guys for for tuning in. If you're watching this on a replay or listening to this on a replay, uh, share your experiences. Right, I think it's important that we learn from each other's experiences, how you've grown through it, the work that you're doing at the moment. Uh, but thank you guys for so much for for tuning in. Have a great afternoon. Thank you for listening to the Man That Can Project podcast. My name is Lockie Stewart and I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review the Man That Can Project on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with our newest episodes See you again next time.